and welcome back to the Gloomy Star mini-sode. Let's see, this is episode 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, episode 7 of mini-sodes. Remember to send your ghost stories to gloomystar.ghost at gmail.com so they can be featured right here on the mini-sodes. And don't forget about the giveaway where I say a word twice in every single episode. And on January 1st, you'll send me a picture of proof that you're subscribed to the podcast and that word as the subject line. And today's hint for that, that I give about every two or three mini-sodes, is you have a lot of it on your house. Okay, let's go into our episode. Let's find a good ghost story for today. This one's called um, My Current Home. Two years ago, my wife and I moved out um, with my dad to keep an eye on him. As he's getting old and his health isn't the greatest, as it turns out, the place is haunted. At first, we thought it was haunted by the previous owner's wife, but now we're not so sure. The previous owner had lived in the house for the last 40 to 50 years, and before them, nobody else had lived on the property. The husband passed away about four years ago, and his wife passed away ten or so years ago. Before we moved in, my dad told me how things would disappear all the time. A month or so before moving in, we visited for an evening. We all sat in the living room, talking and watching TV. Dad said he had a six-pack of beer in the fridge, and how I could have one. A few minutes later, I got a beer. It was in bottles, in a six-pack box. I opened the fridge, pulled a bottle off the box, without so much as touching the box, and shut the door. I went back to my seat, and we continued doing our thing. From where I was in the living room, I could see the fridge. My dad could see the whole kitchen um, and was facing the fridge. At half an hour later, he said he might as well have one, too. So we got up and went to the kitchen to get a beer. While he was in there, he said, "You could have put the frid. You could have put them back in the fridge. Your um, they'll get warm." I said, "What?" He repeated himself as he opened the fridge and put the six pack of beer, um, back in. I informed him that I hadn't taken it out of the fridge in the first place. Neither neither of us have seen or heard the fridge door open or close, yet the beer was sitting on the counter. After we moved in, we experienced that going on all the time. After two years, I've, quote, lost over half dozen DVDs. I can't begin the list of everything. I've gone to look for only if, look for only to have it being gone. Sometimes I found something a while later in a completely different spot, but most of the time we just never see it again. I heard to get my I had to get my Indiana driver's license, which meant I had to take their test. I took a study book home to read it upon um upon what they considered to be traffic laws. It was gone a couple days later. Still haven't found it. The other day, my dad was home alone, and the TV um, and the TV remote, which he keeps on the table next to the chair, was gone. He searched all for an hour all over the house, dissecting the bathroom, kitchen, living room, 
and even our bedroom. Finally, he turned the TV. He turned the TV on, and the TV. Um, he just turned the TV on at the at the TV. It went to make lunch. He turned on the oven and got frozen chicken out of the freezer. He opened the bag of chicken and realized he forgot to get the baking tray out of the oven. So he opened it, and the tray was in the oven with the remote sitting on it. Another thing that happened once to me, my wife and I laid down in bed one night. Our dog jumped. Our dog jumps up, um, in it with us like he she does. I felt her flop down. When she did, I felt her lay up against my shins, which she also does. My wife told her to move, and I felt her move away from my legs. My wife told her to move again, and I, I said she did. My wife said she didn't move, and said she had been laying right between us the whole time. I felt as she was nowhere near my shins. Um, what had sat down and leaned up against me? No idea. But I had a hard time sleeping that night. My wife informed me that she feels something sit down on her bed all the time. Other things that go on here include lights going on by themselves, the front door unlocking itself, the TV turning on once once it's by itself, and I turned it off. The set, um, I turned it off and set the remote down. And as we hear talking in here all the time, my wife and I sit in our room a lot, and usually I hear my name called from the hallway, as it sounds like my dad. In the beginning, I would resp- respond or go out to talk, only to discover he hadn't called, or he was asleep, or he wasn't there at all. Plus, we leave our door cracked open so our cat can come in and go happily. From where I sit, I can see all the hall. I can easily see when he isn't here. My wife has heard her name, too, as um, as if he calls, but not nearly as much as I hear mine. And when we go hear our names called, the, uh, the other doesn't hear it. The other day, I clearly heard my wife yell my name, which my dad didn't hear while sitting right next to me. As she said she hadn't, while not having heard it either. And one, and one day, my dad, while home alone, heard someone yell out of the living room from my bedroom. Who is there? And he didn't recognize the voice. He checked, and nobody was there. That was a pretty long story, but pretty creepy, too. Um, that is a lot of activity for one house. I mean, if I had all that in my house, I don't think I would live there for too much longer. Okay, up next, this one's called, Apparently I Babysit More Than One Kid. When I was 13, I babysat a girl named Emma, one of the sweetest kids who could think of. I was a regular babysitter for her so much, so that I would babysit for a few months. She called all her other babysitters by my name. This happened after I came back to be a regular babysitter for her. It was about 10.30 at night, and I already put Emma to bed and was um, had been channel surfing. The house was... The house was... Uh, what? Sit up? The front half... The house was summed up... Uh, S-E-N up. 
Um, that, the front half was open concept, the living room, dining room, and kitchen were side by side in between the living room and dining room, um, was an op- had an open doorway to the back half of the house. That one end was Emma's room, the other end was her parents'. Now, while sitting on the couch, I heard something run down the hall to the bathroom. Assuming it was just Emma going to the bathroom, I let um I let be a few minutes. I assuming it was just Emma going to the bathroom. I let be a few minutes went by and I heard the feet heading back down the hall. I turned to her to tell her um to go back and make sure she flushed. Flushed. I, I didn't um hear her. I only saw the tips of black hair that ran past the open doorway. Here's the Emma. Here's the problem. Emma is blonde. I quickly jumped up and rushed to Emma's bedroom, throwing open the door. Her nightlight bright enough to make um, her out as she sat up and looked at me, rubbing her eyes in confusion. I asked her if she had went to the bathroom. When she shook her head, I did. Um, I did a once over of her room, checking under her bed as. As a quick peek in her closet, I didn't see anything, and I just told Emma I was double-checking for monsters. I tucked Emma away and sang goodnight as I headed out of her room again, leaving it slightly open. As I began to walk um, away, but stopped when I could hear Emma speak. Um, Thinking she was just asking me to do something, I turned to listen to her. You should have something. You should have said something. Don't scare her. I really like her. That was in quotes. That's what she said. I didn't say anything to the mom about and con- I didn't say anything to the mom about it and continued to babysit Emma until they moved away. I always made an effort after that to include that to include a being um, if Emma was drawn an extra spot was set up. I seemed to make Emma happy and nothing ever startled me again. That was a scary story. I mean, again, little um, children seeing um, ghosts. Um, We hear about that a lot. Um, So we're going to do one more story to paint a picture for you. This one is called, let's see here, let me look in my email. Was he trying to ask for help? For context, I've always felt like I've had a weird sense for the paranormal. It's just a feeling in my gut that I get. I don't know what to call it, but the best way I can describe it is how you feel when you're being stared at or someone's trying to get your attention, like something pulling at you. I don't know if there's any consolation, but when I was really young, really young kid, I lived in an extremely haunted house. The memories are vague, but I remember the door opening and slamming and shutting by itself. Of course, my family moved out of the house when I was about four or five. However, some memories are still vivid in my mind. My mom used to tell me that um, that the woman, women in our family could see spirits and stuff. I wasn't sure if she was just being superstitious or if she didn't want to believe it because, yeah, it's scary. I normally tried to brush it off, even though I remembered what happened to a, at our old house. I believed in the supernatural, but not in the um, extent my mom told me. Well, when I was about in fourth grade, I believe, 
our neighbor was murdered. He was a really nice old man. I remember seeing him walk down the street and talking with my parents. Anyways, it was some time after the incident, and I don't um and I don't think they had found his killer. I didn't quite understand what it was at the time. I was young and didn't have a care in the world. Of course, I gasped how serious murder was, and guessed I just guess it didn't sink in. To get back to the point, my friend and I decided to play on my trampoline somewhere um, around the time. We normally turned on the hose and bought, brought, dish soap out, brought dish soap out with us to make it super bouncy and slippery. Our outdoor faucet is under the house. I don't know why, I don't know how well I can explain this, but it's not like a basement. It doesn't go into the ground. It's like a storage spot. Anyways, we have... We could have, we would have to unlock the door to um to go under the house, with um when we wanted to turn on the ho to turn the hose on because our neighbors behind us used to steal our water. Used to steal our water. Well, we had return already returned turned it on and we left the door open as per usual. While we were jumping on the trampoline, having a blast, I suddenly spotted the door under my house slammed shut with a lot of force. It was so jarring that even my friend noticed. Then, for a second, I spotted a person. It was kind of blurry, but I, um, but all I could see was a re um, red and felt intense anger. I didn't even know how to explain it, but I recognized the person to be my neighbor, who was killed. I couldn't make out any features of his face. It was all very quick. I could just feel that I was with him. In fact, I was so visibly shaken that my friend and I sprinted inside to get my older sister, who was supposed to be watching us at the time. She grabbed her BB gun, BB gun, and she checked out of the yard to no success. She said nothing was out there. After a moment, my friend and I convinced ourselves that it was all okay, and perhaps it was just the wind. I tried to shake it off, tried to shake off what I saw, knowing it wasn't, knowing it wasn't the wind. When we returned to the trampoline, the door slammed shut for a second time, and by that point, we decided to go inside. Naturally, we were both scared to death by it. Just for closer, for closure. Somewhere after those events, my neighbor's murder was found. It happened to be his nephew, which was really depressing as to learn as a kid. I'm not sure if he was trying to ask for help or or what he wanted that day, but it's truly it truly has shaken me to the core. Even now, I believe his spirit is resisting is resting easy now, and I have I haven't had a run with him since, nor have I experienced any parent paranormal event like that since then. Well, that was a really good story. I think that's going to wrap up today's episode. Do not forget about the giveaway on January 1st. You're going to send me a screenshot of proof you are subscribed to the podcast and um, the code word that I say twice in every single episode just to paint a picture for you. That is in a few months about one, two, three, four, 
five months. You have five months to find the code word that I say in every single episode and do that. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, you're never alone. And bye-bye.